Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Change. We have been through so much change globally, collectively. It's not over, but the pandemic really threw us for a flipping loop. And I was having this discussion with one of my dearest friends, Mickey Fernandez, who is actually joining us on today's podcast because something happened yesterday. She revealed some stuff that I just want you to hear it from her. So let me welcome Mickey. Welcome to Next Level Greatness. I'm so freaking happy to have you here. And first, wait, let me just say that you are my friend, but you were also the vice president in branch banking at Citibank before you became a full-time body partner. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I mean, yesterday's conversation was such an eye-opener for me. I realized, Barbie, I have so much untold stories inside of me. And this one specific, when we're talking about change with the whole thing with the pandemic and whatnot, and it brought me back right prior to September 11th. Talk about change, right? Yeah. Our whole world changed. That was the biggest change. And I was working at that time for European American Bank, EAB for short. And we had just been acquired by this big monster, Citibank. And EAB was, such a friendly family style bank. Like we were just all family there. We just absolutely loved it. And we were scared. We were scared of, it, of this big monster coming in. And it was a bank with high technology. We didn't have that. I happened to be one of the younger VPs in, in branch banking. A lot of them had been with the bank 30, 40 plus years. So you want to talk about change for this type of people, right? That they just didn't know computers and whatnot. So I decided I either fight it or I go with the flow. How old were you at the time? Because I want to say you're 56 right now. 57 next month and proud. <laughs> you are amazing. You look beautiful. You are beautiful. So you were 30 something at the time? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was in my mid thirties. Mm-hmm. And did you find that you had resistance to adapting and what did that look like? And hold on a second, because I want to go back. What we were talking about before we began the conversation, which was about the pandemic, was that during the pandemic, we kept talking about the new normal. Like, right. This is the new normal. This is the new normal. And what I said to Miki yesterday was actually that wasn't the new normal. That was when we were in fight and flight mode. That was when we were just like, holy moly, we're being hit with something. We didn't know what to do. And I think a lot of us froze. Some people were really able to thrive during the pandemic, just with their businesses, with their lives. And then some people just let it all hang out. And maybe you, if you're listening, you're somewhere in between. But what I noticed is that now it is time to get back to work, but we're different. It's not get back to work in hustle mode that we so loved, love to talk about before. People don't want to go back to hustle mode. It is time to get back to work, but 
the new normal can look differently. Mm -hmm. And so this is the context of the conversation. So when you guys were about to be acquired by Citibank, what did resistance look like for you? Or were you resistant? Or were you like, oh, totally, I'm going to go with the flow? Initially, I was scared Mm -hmm. just because I didn't know what to expect with Citibank. But what helped me was the fact that within EAB, the older bank, I had an amazing mentor. And I remember I had just been accepted into a management training program. And he said to me, and if you're listening, like, I hope this hits home for you, wherever you are in your life right now. And he said to me, Mickey, you're going to go through this training program and you're going to be working with different management styles of people. Okay. And he goes, I want you to be a chameleon. Just become a chameleon. Just blend in, absorb it, become a human sponge and absorb everything that you're learning. It doesn't mean that you have to apply everything. You treat things as a buffet, right? When you go to a buffet, you don't eat everything. You just pick what you like. He goes, and that's what I want you to do in this management program. And so that was a seed that he planted in me probably about five to six years before the acquisition. And it remained in me. And that's what helped me with this acquisition with Citibank. How so? How were you able to take that and apply it to this? And so I'm like, okay, so this is it. We are Citibank now. Mm. It's no longer EAB. I just got chills. Acceptance. I accepted it. I accepted it. I just accepted it. Whereas my colleagues Mm. were fighting it and complaining and moaning about it. And I just didn't want that negativity next to me. And I was criticized. I was made fun of. They kept telling me I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm like, well, this Kool-Aid tastes really good because this Kool-Aid is my future. EAB is my past. Mm. Fun. You know, it's gone. This is so huge. People are still living in the past. And I'm guilty of it too, because I was doing it too. Yes. This is why I wanted. Yeah. This is why I want. And also, again, to give you some context, our company body. So I'm, uh, we're both in the network marketing industry with body. It's gone through so many changes. We used to be beach body. Now it's body. Now we've gone public. The platform itself has changed. And there were so many changes that for a while I was one of those people that was complaining and bitching and I didn't know my way around the new platform. I'm like, what the heck? How do I find this and that? Until I got to that point of, okay, it's time to accept that it's here to stay and mm-hmm. I better adapt. Yes. And this is how really we connected again in such a beautiful way. But, oh my gosh. Okay. Continue. Yeah. And so it was hard. I'm not going to deny it. I'm like, okay, I have a choice. I mean, Banking, it wasn't easy. One thing that was the most difficult was, and if you know anything about banking, everybody has a bank account and we all have routing numbers, right? Every bank has a routing number. And so EAB kept their own routing number. So now Citibank till today has two routing numbers. They have the old EAB and they have their existing one. And so customers, clients were sending out wire transfers. Money went missing. Oh. Oh my goodness. I had people with customers were threatening me. It was really ugly. And all I would do is like, in my head, I'm like, this too shall pass. Mm. 
this too shall and I would just stand there and just smile and just let the client let it all out because they had every reason to. And so it was my attitude. And they would say, your attitude determines your altitude. Yes. I'm like, if I fall apart, my entire team is going to fall apart. Mm. And so I couldn't. And I remember every morning we would have a morning huddle. It was something always positive. And we would set the intention for the day. And then at the end of the day, we would regroup again and talk about like, how was everyone's day? And just checking in with everyone. Oh my goodness. This is bringing me back to such a little moment in my life because I realized to what you said, Barbie, we were beach body, body comes in. And that's what also triggered our conversation yesterday that I'm like, you know, it's almost like body acquired beach body. I'm like, that was the same thing that happened with Citibank. They acquired in the parallel. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I still had this like epiphany. I'm like, with change comes opportunity. Change brings opportunity. And that's exactly the experience that I had. And so this happened the week before September 11th. Comes the new year. I get a phone call from our regional manager. It was like end of January, beginning of February. And he called me. He goes, hey, Mickey, have you heard of City Stars? And I'm like, yes. And so City Stars was Citibank's reward program. And so they would reward the top managers, tellers, like every job description qualified for this trip. And so this trip was to the Bahamas at the beautiful, oh sugar, I can't remember. Oh my God, I can't remember the name. I guess that comes with age. Anyway. No, it's not true. It's not true, but the name doesn't matter. The story is so good. Yeah. And so he's like, well, we are extending an invitation to you and your husband. And my first response was like, why? I didn't even earn it. Like, because this was based on performance for the prior year, mm-hmm. all of the entire year. I came into Citibank in September. So I was only with them three months. And I'm like, what did I perform in three months? All I did was put out fires. I, I just got goosebumps because your impact was that huge at such a pivotal time. Yeah. And so he's like, it was your attitude, Mickey. It's how you've handled mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes, it's how you handle the acquisition and you earn this. You deserve to be there. So I'm like, let's go. I remember calling my husband. He goes, pack it up. We're going away. So I'm all excited, still putting out fires, still getting criticized, but I didn't care. (laughs) I was going to the Bahamas because of my attitude and how I handle this. And now it's two weeks. No, not even two. It was probably about a week and a half before the trip. Now I get another phone call from the region manager. He's like, Mickey, excited to see you at the Bahamas. We would like for you to share your experience of this acquisition at the trip. I'm like, like speak in front of everybody. Yes, we trust you. So I had to get to work. I'm like, oh my goodness. I had never, ever spoken in front. There were about four, 5,000 people there. It was my first time, first time ever speaking in such a large crowd. But here's the thing, life had prepared me for this already because when I was accepted into that training program, that management training program that I mentioned a little while ago, we had to go through a presentation skills workshop and we had to present in front of the training department. They they gave us a, a subject to present and you can imagine my nerves. I mean, here I had to present in front of the training and development team my first time ever 
And little did I know that that was my prep for me years later to present in front of Citibank. So everything we go through in life has a purpose. There's a reason. Don't question it. Just know that in due time, at the right time, at the appointed time, you will know why. And that's what happened to me that day when I got that call. I'm like, aha, okay, so I've been prepared for this. Let's get to work. And my late husband at that time, who was my biggest cheerleader, helped me put the presentation together. I still have that presentation. It's in my file somewhere because, again, it was so impactful for me. And so here we are at the, I remember, I didn't even drink water that. I was so nervous. And I'm like, oh my God, what about if I screw up? And then I remember what Christina Falsetta, who was the head of training development at EAB, said to me. He says, Mickey, I've been presenting for over 30 years and I still get butterflies in my stomach. It's normal. So if you're feeling nervous, it's okay. Just know that that's normal. If you're not nervous, then you're a little bit cocky, okay? And so I kept thinking about Christina's words in my head. I'm like, it's normal to be nervous. And so they gave us clappers that look like the Mickey Mouse hands. And so when I got up on stage, um, and by the way, Citibank never even asked me what I was going to say. They had no idea. They trusted me. They had no idea what I was going to say. And so I just went up there with the clappers. And that's the first thing I did just to release the tension. So that's why I had everybody clapping. So I had the whole room clapping with the clappers. Not, they didn't even realize that I was just doing it for me to release the stress. And so funny thing is, again, Christina, I'll never forget. She said to me, whenever you're in front of a large crowd, just don't look all the way far ahead. Just focus on the people in front of you and just act like they're naked. You'll be fine. I didn't do that, but you know, it did help me. Um, and so it was, Honestly, such a heartfelt speech that I gave because I spoke from my heart. I spoke from my experience. And so when it was done to see, you know, like 4,000 people stand up. Oh, I know. That was such a, I will never, it was a fulfilling moment for me to say, wow, you know, my attitude determined my altitude, you know? So the head of um, the city bank waited for me at the end of the stage and just gave me a big hug. And oh, and I'm bringing this here to where I am today now. And for a moment, honestly, I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot. And it's because of what happened to us back in 2020. And I fell into kind of like a little bit of a dark place. I think a lot of us did. Yeah, between that and then my mom was diagnosed with dementia all at the same time. And you're her primary caretaker. And I'm her primary caretaker. So it wasn't easy, but here we are. Here we are. And so first of all, we've been friends for over 14 years, I think 13, 14 years. And we've never actually been, I think this is the first time that we're actually being success partners, by the way. We've always been friends and you know you know my mom I know your mom and we've always been very close to each other and we actually got close during the again during the pandemic we were doing things together but then once the pandemic was well on its way I kind of started disappearing you kind of started disappearing and we didn't disappear from our business we still showed up but I think a little bit of our soul went somewhere like you said to this dark place not too long ago 
I was like, okay, it's time to bring my full self back because I had an epiphany. And my epiphany was that here I am teaching courses on manifestation, money mindset. I'm a different person and I absolutely love to teach. And I love body and I love the business, yet I had not adapted. And so I was bringing people in, but I felt out of alignment and I was throwing old systems at them, right? Old ways of doing things that just are not aligned with who I am. And so the people were either leaving or they were staying around, but I knew that I wasn't fully serving them. Anyway, the epiphany that I had was to bring who I am now all of it, the branding, the knowledge, the wisdom, which is why I love you so much. Because when you're 56 and wise, we have so much to offer. And so I messaged Mickey and I said, Hung- I don't know if we actually said any words. I knew we were both going to go to the biggest event of the year. And we actually didn't need to speak. We just understood that brings me tears because I knew that you knew that I knew that you knew. Mm-hmm. And we just like started crying. Um, I was sitting right back here on my little sofa and I was doing my prayer time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And my God, you know, I was having mixed feelings about going to our annual event. I'm like, because I had lost myself. And to Barbie's point, like I was still showing up without the joy. Yeah. I had lost the joy. And I'm like, okay, give me a sign. I'm like, if if this is where I need to be, I'll make things happen because I'm in a different stage of my life and I can't just pick up and go whenever I want because my primary role right now is caretaker to my mom. And so literally two seconds after that, I get a text from Barbie, like, are you going to Summit? I'm like, here's my answer. (laughs) Oh, I'm like, I need to get some tissue. I'm about to like ugly cry, pretty cry. And we went to Summit. And had a magical experience with each other. And remember when we were walking back from the hotel, I said, Mickey, we're going to do this. Like, and you said, yes. And I said, for real, not for faith. Like for not real. For right. I mean, yeah, not for real, not for faith. Yes. Like, I mean, really, because we've said it before, right? We're going to do this. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it. No, we're going to do this and we're doing it. And so. And we're going to do it different. And we're doing it in a completely new way that we've had many conversations since that aligns with who we are today and with our values. Because we've met a lot of people, like new people that are coming on board with us. By the way, if you're falling in love with Mickey, you're welcome to contact Mickey. I want to put her information below. But new people that are coming in, maybe they, what I hear a lot is body changed my life but I can't cold message like I used to. I can't chase rank or like do it the old way. And I'm like, you don't have to. I I don't actually don't feel like a parrot saying that. I don't feel like a parrot. I am with such conviction telling people you get to do it your way. What does that mean? It means that if you don't want to like run challenge groups or you don't want to build a team, you don't have to. If you want to build a team, you can build a team. If you just want to share the products, you just have, you can share the products. If you don't want to run a challenge group, then don't run a challenge group. Like you can do this business whatever way you want. And Mickey and I were talking that we do have to get real with people because it is a business, right? It's not, it's not a nine to five job or a part-time job where you get paid X amount of dollars for showing up. 
like this is a business, whether you want to make a hundred dollars a week or a hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever, you do have to put time, effort, and dedication, but it doesn't have to feel like grueling, sacrificing or sacrificial work. It, it gets to be beautiful and pleasant. Mickey, I would love for you to share about that book that you by chance happened to stumble upon today, which is so funny because there are no coincidences. It was I, don't so I do not believe in coincidence. So I was gifted this book called The Fourth Quarter of Your Life. And I just happened to open it up today. I'm like, you know what? Something told me, open it up. And so I did. And it talks about, you know, what quarter in life are you in right now? And I realized when I went like, oh, wow, Barbie and I are both in our third quarter. So if you're between the ages of one and 20, you're in the first quarter. Between 21 and 40, you're in the second quarter. If you're between 41 and 60, you're in the third quarter. And then I was like, holy cow, I'm like three years away from the fourth quarter. <laughs> and the fourth quarter is between 61 and 80 and over 80, you're in bonus time. So my mother's in bonus time. She's 91. And so if you're familiar with football, right? Football games are won or lost in the fourth quarter. And we've all seen it. It can either be heartbreaking or exhilarating. But football is just a game. Life isn't. And there's more at stake with life. Everything's at stake. And so I'm going to get an amen right here for that. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so this is one thing most of us don't like to talk about, and it's death. And it's something I have been thinking a lot lately because my mother's in bonus time. I think about it every single day when I wake up and I go check on her to see if she's still breathing every single day. And then I thank God one more day I got with my mom. So death comes to us all. One day you will make the journey from this world to the next. Nobody knows when, but everybody knows it will happen. It is unavoidable. When death approaches, the person you have become meets the person you could have been. Mm. Mm. This is a humbling encounter. Don't wait for it. Meet with the person you're capable of becoming for a few minutes each day. The more time you spend in these meetings, the less you will fear death. Use your thoughts, words, choices, and actions to close the gap between who you are today and who you are capable of being. This is the path that leads to a deeply fulfilling fourth quarter. Mm. The shortness of life is an invitation to grasp every moment and experience it fully. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that touched my soul today. And it touched my soul in a different way. Because when I first got this book, I wasn't in the mindset that I am in today. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very much so. I'm excited about wrapping up the third quarter to start my fourth quarter being the woman that mm-hmm. I was created to be. <laughs> I still have work. And with this, I manifest, I'm going to be a human sponge and I'm going to be a student and I'm going to receive because I know this came to me at the right moment in my life. And so we invite you to join us in this fourth quarter. <laughs> This is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. Oh my God. Okay. So I invited you into I Manifest because you're a sister team. I mean, I love you like a, like a sister. And so, but I'm already seeing how this podcast and your perspective and insight 
It doesn't just come with age because wisdom doesn't just come with age. It comes from doing the work which you have been doing forever. And so I already see how you're not just receiving because you never just, you never just receive. You're such a giver. You're also already contributing. And so I'm I'm so excited and I'm so excited that I was able to have you on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, just so good. So good. And so if you're listening, it's an invitation. I don't know. Some of my listeners are probably in their second and third quarter. And I actually do have clients that are in their 60s. So we really run the gamut. So wherever you are in life, this is an invitation for you to live consciously because our time really is finite. And the reason that I got a little quiet is because a friend, my photographer that I do brand shootings with, um, she just sent me a tribute to her mom, like a six minute video of her mom. And I said, let me sit down and watch it because she deserves that attention. And what I saw was a life so beautifully lived. I'm going to cry again. And she went out of this earthly world, surrounded by her daughters, by her husband, by like so many people that she loved. And this is how I want to live. You know, I was going to bring it up because your mom. Um, But it's so important because this is how I want to live. And I messaged my friend and I said, thank you, because I feel like that perspective changed the way that I want to experience life and death with my mom and with myself and with just it changed me Mm -hmm. so this podcast is an invitation for you to really step into your life and live fully to play full out and it's also an invitation for those of you who are not body partners if you connect with either of us or if you're anywhere on our team so team eagle team empire just reach out And then if you happen to be listening to this and you are on the team, it's an invitation to step into it because this is a free experience for anyone that is on Team Empire and Team Eagle. Reach out to me, Barbie, or reach out to Mickey because we have two separate applications. And then if you're not and you're not interested in network marketing or you're not able to participate because you're not on the team or because you don't want to, again, it's simply just an invitation to live life fully whatever quarter you're in, because we really only have this one life. Anything okay. else, Mickey? No, I, I'm just, I'm just ready to receive. I'm ready to receive and I'm ready for this new transformation. I can't wait. And it's, I've been finding myself saying in my head, now I'm ready to leave. I felt like I took a step. Oh, that gave me chill. That like <laughs> chokes me up because I, I really took a step back. I retreated from my business in many ways, but I was doing the inner work. I mean, I was doing deep inner work and getting, I was out of alignment, getting back into alignment, getting in alignment in other areas. And the past few days I had been saying to myself, I am, I am ready. I am ready to step into this leadership role to take, to take us into the last quarter and to win this game. So let's do it. Let's do it. Thank you so much for joining us and I will see you next time. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. 
Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.